This is the morning brief from the Economic Times. Last week, a bunch of rich people surprised the world. 102 millionaires across Europe and the US signed an open letter under the Patriotic Millionaires Group demanding to be taxed more. The letter was addressed to the global elite attending the virtual World Economic Forum in Davos. The letter came after Oxfam International published the Inequality Kills report which revealed that the world's 10 richest individuals doubled their wealth during the pandemic. Taxes now and #taxtherich filled news channels across the world and social media. With poverty levels rising across the world, the pandemic has made inequality starker and more visible than any other financial disaster in recent times. It has once again brought to the fore the question of whether the rich should be taxed more to rein in the widening inequality in the world. Similar issues plague India. Rising inequality in the pandemic contrasted by instances of India's rich stashing away wealth offshore. With the country's union budget around the corner, it is time to ask if there should be a wealth tax on the country's millionaires and billionaires. It's Tuesday, the 25th of January. I, Kiran Somwanshi, your host today for the morning brief, welcome you all to join me in exploring all these issues. in this episode which we call taxing a billionaire we're basically concerned that our nation here in the united states particularly but also other countries is becoming unstable because the rich people are getting richer and richer and richer and everyone else is just getting farther and farther behind That was Morris Pearl, chairperson of the Patriotic Millionaires Group and a former managing director of BlackRock Inc explaining why their group wrote the letter. Pretty soon people aren't going to put up with this anymore and we've already seen signs of that. We've seen people marching in the streets. We've seen essentially riots and the root cause of all of that is this growing inequality this growing gap between the rich who are getting richer and richer and richer and all the people who work for a living who are just kind of getting by and falling farther behind like i said it is not just a first world problem india too has seen a disparity in the way the incomes of its rich and poor have grown here's what our second guest oxfam india ceo amitabh behar has to say about it now in india we have uh, 142 billionaires whereas we had only 102 billionaires till last year so an increase of almost 40% in terms of billionaires whereas at the same time we saw 84% of the indian households see a decline in their income that's the kind of inequality in fact this is the period when we also saw the combined wealth of billionaires doubling between march 20 to november 21 and that's the time where 4.6 crore people according to the most conservative estimates slided into poverty so it's fairly clear that 
the system at the moment is rigged and I would say it's working so much in favor of the super rich that we need to look at the question of redistributing wealth in a very different way. And therefore, we are fairly clear one of the first elementary steps is to tax the super rich. And that's pretty much central uh, to our recommendations from our report. Oxfam India has proposed a one-person surcharge on the richest 10% Indians. If you wonder how it makes a difference, listen to this. We've done some calculations and a one-person surcharge on the top 10% of Indian population will give us 8.7 lakh crores. And these resources are enough to fund education and health in this country. Let me give you another figure for this. If you even just do 1%, one-off surcharge on the wealth of the top 98 uh, richest families of this country, it can actually take care of the Ayushman Bharat, which is an extremely ambitious program for seven years. Wow, those are some impressive possibilities. But before delving into how India taxes its rich, let's look at how the world's richest are taxed. Here's a news report from June last year. Are you paying more in taxes than the world's richest men, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk? Surprise, surprise, you just might be. A ProPublica analysis of tax returns from the 25 wealthiest Americans shows they're paying little in income taxes compared to their fortunes, sometimes nothing at all. The issue of undertaxing the wealth has been debated for years in the West, often highlighted in statements such as this from the former U.S. President Barack Obama. Right now, Warren Buffett pays a lower tax rate than his secretary. Which was totally endorsed by the billionaire CEO of Berkshire Hathaway himself. Debbie works just as hard as I do, and she pays at twice the rate I pay. I think that's outrageous. Buffett is one of the strongest voices for higher taxes on the rich. In fact, there is a growing consensus building globally on taxing wealth. Morris elaborates. A big thing we're talking about is taxes on wealth. When our nation was created back in the 1700s, where the first government set up, and they were called commonwealths because the people who founded them understood we needed common wealth, some commonwealth. Then most wealth was the land, the agricultural land. And so they had a system where people paid a tax based on the value of their land. And essentially, wealthy people paid the tax. Now, we still have real estate tax, by the way. Almost every homeowner in America pays real estate tax now. But we don't have any wealth tax on the really wealthy people because now they own businesses and shares of stock. And we only tax land. So I think we need to get back to the way we were when our country was founded and tax wealth. And there are global precedents of countries levying taxes on their rich to narrow the inequality. Just during the pandemic, we have seen uh, a country like Argentina do a wealth tax uh, on, on their billionaires. And they've been able to raise $2.5 billion. And, and not that everybody had even paid their due taxes there. And still they were able to raise resources, which was so critical for Argentina to address the pandemic. 
while wealth tax is not universally popular countries like belgium norway switzerland netherlands spain italy and argentina do have a wealth tax currently latin american countries like bolivia chile and peru have pushed for measures taxing the large fortunes the united kingdom is mulling over a wealth tax to fix its biggest fiscal deficit since the second world war us president joe biden had this to say last september big corporations and super wealth they have to start paying their fair share of taxes it's long overdue i'm not out to punish anyone i'm a capitalist if you can make a million or a billion dollars that's great god bless you all i'm asking is you pay your fair share pay your fair share the idea however has its fair share of critics here's what tesla founder billionaire elon musk said it does not make sense to take uh, the the job of capital allocation away from people who have demonstrated great skill in capital allocation and give it to uh, you know an entity that has demonstrated very poor skill in in capital allocation which is the government Musk has got into Twitter wars with staunch wealth tax supporters such as Senator Elizabeth Warren and politician Bernie Sanders over this issue. Let's now understand the situation here. There is no tax currently levied in India on wealth or inheritance. But our guest Hitesh Gajaria, senior partner KPMG India, in fact told me that historically India's rich have been taxed extremely high. In the first 3 decades of independence the top income tax rates in our country ranged between 60 to 87.5% and 1973 to 74 along with the surcharge the top income tax rate went as high as 97.5% so it was a common joke that at that time if a rich man wanted to buy his son an ice cream costing 2 and a half rupees he actually had to earn 100 rupees god wealth tax was introduced in 1957 it was overhauled in 1993 and then it was finally abolished in our country in 2016 the rich and wealthy must pay more tax than the less affluent ones I have therefore decided to abolish wealth tax and replace it and replace it with an additional 2% surcharge on the super rich with a taxable income of over rupees 1 crore. This will lead to tax simplification and enable the department to focus on ensuring compliance and widening of the tax base. That was former finance minister Arun Jaitley's budget speech of 2016. Hitesh says the incidence of higher taxes has always been counterproductive. What does economic history show and I think we should be open enough to accept it that a large number of high taxes is no guarantee for reducing inequality or for that matter even raising revenues. And this combination of punishingly high rates completely destroyed incentive on the part of the rich to remain in india and disclose their full income and wealth and invest and exert themselves in fully productive transparent activities 
Now a person earning more than rupees 5 crore pays an income tax at the rate of 43% which Hitesh says is still very high and there are other indirect incidences too Please factor in the impact of high GST rates while 18% is by far quite high it's also important to note that on very high end luxury goods and services the burden of which almost always falls exclusively on the so called rich as we know them is as high as 28% so taken together it is quite incredulous to suggest that the indian tax system actually shields rich taxpayers if anything indian tax rates on the rich are already on the higher side considering especially the general absence of any social security net or any other welfare benefits so in such a situation frankly most rich people in our country have built parallel bases outside our country and have built parallel businesses and it is almost de rigor that any rich family will at least have one or two people who go and settle outside the country and indulge in economic activity which in fact benefits that other country more than it benefits india so in fact we are driving away entrepreneurship we are driving away so many of our people to other lands just by this notion that we are not taxing the rich so if not taxes what are the other ways of getting the rich to contribute towards national development hitesh tells me while there is no room for increasing taxes for the rich in our country the government can tax other sections india has always flirted with the idea of levying tax on agricultural income but almost always due to political compulsions or call it due to the constitutional structure of our country for one reason or the other politicians have shied away from levying any income tax on agriculture if india's agrarian base is significant and if you do not collect any income tax on such incomes and you could have reasonable limits to say okay we will not collect income tax on agriculture up to say 10 lakhs a year four times the limit of which a normal person pays income tax on any other income this is 2 and a half lakhs but over 10 lakhs at least start collecting agricultural income tax now when that doesn't happen india's tax base automatically shrinks to narrow down to those who are in the organized sector and those actually who have led to a far greater disproportionate share of income and wealth creation and economic asset creation in our country surely some valid points there but aren't the super rich also the ones alleged to be evading taxes the series of leaks in the form of panama papers paradise papers and the latest pandora papers have amply shown how the rich across the world reduce the tax liabilities the international consortium of investigative journalists now have come out with uh, their investigative report which is now being called the pandora papers 
So as per the Indian Express report here on this, which is part of the consortium, Businessman Anil Ambani has uh, 18 assets holding offshore companies despite declaring bankruptcy in court. Indian Express has further reported that the other names here on this includes cricket legend Sachin Tendulkar also asked for the liquidation of his offshore entity after the Panama leaks. Aishwarya Rai, Amitabh Bachchan, businessman Vinod Adani, India Bulls promoter Samir Gehloth, dead Mumbai gang lord Iqbal Mirchi are amongst those named in the Panama Gate. Now, Paradise Papers. Prominent in the list are the names of Minister of State for Aviation, Jayant Sinha, BJP, Rajya Sabha, MPRK, Sinha, and former Finance Minister, Pioneer Pant, Chidambaram's son, Karthi. Amitabh Bachchan and Vijay Malya are also the other prominent Indians in that list. While on the one hand, high taxes seem to push the rich to explore ways to dodge them, on the other hand, the so-called high taxes have not prevented some of the rich from undertaking philanthropy. Some also do it to absolve themselves. Well, yeah, absolve themselves. Um, I mean, philanthropy is fine. I'm all for philanthropy. I myself participate in philanthropy sometimes. I just think that philanthropists should also pay the same tax rates as people who work for a living. And it's easy to do some things with philanthropy, if I want to build a new concert hall, I could probably easily raise $100 million to, from people who want their name on the new concert hall. But we also need other things. We also need a sewage treatment center way uptown. We also need schools and neighborhoods where poor people live. We also need to fix the sidewalks in parts of our country. So there's a lot of things we need, and philanthropy doesn't do all of them. And so we need more than philanthropy. This was Morris's take. Hitesh, however, has a different view. Philanthropy is something which certain people will do and certain people will just not do, no matter what the laws are. So today, an Azim Premji does not need any favorable tax treatment when he has publicly committed to give away a significant portion of his wealth towards philanthropical activities. Likewise, there are certain other industrialists who, even if you try and encourage by giving tax breaks, will not walk down the path of philanthropy. So to my mind, philanthropy is a separate topic and should not be confused with an economic activity like taxation. So charity and taxes don't mix. But I was curious to know how receptive are India's rich to the idea of being taxed more. Amitabh had an answer for me. I do see several super rich in this country acknowledge that we do have a problem with the economic system here. Like the global systems where the poor are suffering and there is a decisive intervention needed. So that recognition, I must say, is there. In terms of the pathways, I would say that we do not have a clear common understanding. But I see this as positive that many super rich, many billionaires felt the pandemic was really a wake-up call for them. They did not know even in their own supply chains what was the situation in which the informal sector workers worked, what was their habitats, why were they forced to leave their cities? And they are doing a rethink. So so I hope that, that those voices become 
louder, stronger, and and it's also the super rich community which uh, also asks for for taxing itself. So quite a few hopes and expectations out there. As one can see, taxing the rich is a very tricky call. If they are taxed more, they look at ways of escaping the taxes and the country. And if they don't, the income gap keeps widening. There is also a concern about whether the government is spending it right. The policymakers have to be creative as well as judicious when they decide what's fair to tax. Remember what Chanakya recommended centuries ago. A tax should be easy to calculate, convenient to pay, inexpensive to administer and equitable in its burden. This could still hold true. That's all for today. You were listening to Taxing a Billionaire in the Morning Brief. This episode was produced by my colleague Anirban Chaudhary and Swati Joshi from Awaaz. Sound editor Soundarya Jayachandran from Awaaz. Executive producer Arijit Burman. Do write in with your feedback at themorningbrief@theratetimesgroup.com. The Morning Brief airs every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. Thank you and have a good day. All clips used in this episode belong to the respective owners. Credits mentioned in the description. 